0: Okay, so with uh, just utmost clarity to everybody listening to this right now, um, welcome to episode 12! We made it! Welcome to Fair the Burn, everybody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chandler Fair. And that's the whole motherfucking episode. Thank you for coming in, everybody. Really appreciate it. Uh, Obviously, Cougar did not have a lot to say today because that man is out in California. Yes, you heard me right. The motherfucker who hates COVID got his goddamn COVID shot so that motherfucker could jump on a little bitty, bitty, bitty plane and paddle jump over to a state and leave his best buddy, Chan, all alone in his goddamn house, bro. Okay, welcome to Fair The Burn, everybody. My name is Chandler Cordell Fair. I am one of your co-hosts for this lovely podcast. Um, Unfortunately, my other co-host is gone, so you're just going to be hearing from me today, bro. It's going to be fucking wacky, silly. You're not going to get all of that uh, extracurricular going on. None of those fucking songs that play in this podcast uh, at the beginning and or the end. Those aren't happening, man. Okay, I'm just going to let you guys know off the fucking rip. This is my brain. This is my fucking time. And I'm a comedian. So nobody tells me how to use my goddamn time. Except I'm not really a comedian, man. I'm not a comic. Uh, I try to be. I want to be. I consider myself one. But fuck, if you don't do something long enough, then Jesus Christ, Gerald, you're not that thing anymore. You know, like, if you were in the NBA... And you were in the, you were not in the NBA for like eight years after you were in the NBA, you couldn't be like, yeah, I'm a fucking basketball player. Nah, motherfucker. You used to be a basketball player. You know what I mean? Like that dude who used to play overseas, bro. He like had like a three year stint with the fucking sons before they want to chip f- fucking sons in seven bitch. Cause apparently we can't get in sons in four. He played uh, on the Suns, some guy. And then after that, he played for the Pacers for a year. And then he's like, and then I played for 12 years professionally out in Turkey. And uh, yeah, man, when was that? Uh, that happened to be in 2007. Oh, so the last time you played in Turkey is 2007? Yep. So you're not a basketball player? No, I am. I am indeed. When was the last time you got paid to play basketball? 2007. Hey, you're not a basketball player then. You're a guy who used to be a basketball player. Welcome to fucking Fair the Burn, everybody, man. It's your boy Chandler Fair. We're in here. Where was I going with that whole story about the guy who played in Turkey? This is what I was trying to say. I haven't done comedy in like three weeks. I'm not a comic. You can't say you're a comic if you haven't done it in three weeks. I could barely say I was a comic before. I was kind of going to open mics. People knew who I am. Do I have any friends in the comedy scene around Boise? Not really. Uh, I got one dude who kind of talks to me because... Okay. Uh, I did not want to talk about going into the specifics about what's going on. But since it's just me, motherfucker, this is what we're doing. So I moved back from Seattle, right? And, uh... I go to comedy for my first time here back. Uh, the first time I ever did comedy as an adult uh, was at this place called Mad Swede in Boise. And it was cool. I bombed for sure. It was, like the, it was 2020 right before COVID, and I hella bombed. So I moved to Seattle for a little bit, and then I came back. And I uh, wanted to go back and try doing comedy again. So I brought my buddy Drew. Shout out, Drew. Uh, and we both and went and did it and it was his first time. It was my like fourth or fifth time as an adult doing stand up. So, uh, I went back and did it, but we didn't really talk to like any of the comics, me or Drew. And then the second time I went back like a week or two later, Drew didn't come cause he had uh, work or some shit. And so I decided to still go, uh, full clarity too high. Fucking, I decided to go too goddamn high, which is maybe what every comic does, but you can't, bro. You can't because you have to be in your right mind, especially when you're starting because like you don't know what the fuck you're doing, dude. People think they understand comedy, but they don't. So I show up uh, without Drew. It's my second time back. I'm too fucking baked, bro. I am a goddamn baked motherfucking potato and that's true because I was in Idaho, so we are all spuds here. And I go and sit in what I call the comics corner, which is kind of this little corner with a table that everybody congregates at. Um, so I go back there, dude, and like, I don't know what to say to these people. They're all like 30 or whatever, or super old. And I'm like, man, like, it seems like people are trying to make quips and shit. And the fact is, is I'm too fucking high to do any of this shit. And fucking say funny shit. Because I'm just sitting there, first of all, terrified. Scared, man. Scared. Because I don't like being up there and not having full control of that motherfucking wheel. And I especially don't have control of that wheel when I'm high. Because I'll tell you who has control of that wheel. And it's goddamn Lady THC. That sweet, sweet Mary Jane has that control of that wheel. And I don't like that, dude. Especially for material and shit. That I don't really know what I, where it's at or what the joke is. Like, so, anyway, uh, I end up sitting there, surrounded by like 40 com- like 30 comics, 25, 30 comics, all trying to have a good time, laugh, enjoy, connect with each other. And fucking, I am sitting there in the middle of the goddamn room, uh, like Chris Lieben, who, for anyone who doesn't know, he is a UFC fighter. Um, I think they used to call him the the zombie or some shit. But anyway, uh, I was sitting there like the goddamn fucking zombie who uh, isn't saying dick to anybody and is just looking off into space, dude. Like, people would literally walk in and the energy was so low and weird because I was there and I wasn't saying anything that literally one dude uh, came in and he was like, who died? <laughs> first thing he came in he said he was like fucking who died that made everyone be so weird right now and i knew i knew immediately i was like it's me i died my soul my soul fucking collapsed dude and i just sat there just waiting to go on the stage and i went on stage i did okay but like barely a comic dude barely a comic and then This is where the fuck I was going with that story. Welcome to the goddamn podcast, everybody. I'm sitting there, I'm lonely, I'm sad, I'm thinking about comedy, and then all of a sudden, this dude walks up to me. He's like, hey, my name's Tyson. What's your name? And I was like, thank God. All I want right now is to have a normal fucking conversation with another regular goddamn human being. Hi, I'm Chandler. How are you doing? And then we started to converse, and t- turns out that Tyson's a cool fucking guy uh and he's a youth pastor. he like studies youth ministry uh, at a college in idaho, and I just thought it was hilarious because he literally did the youth pastor shit that I was taught trying to be a youth pastor to me like he was d- like what we were told as youth leaders like you know, the the soldiers they use to try to get the cult more followers in the church. Uh, what we were taught as youth leaders, i.e. young youth pastors that they're not going to pay and overwork, uh, what we were taught as youth leaders um, was to go up to like the kids at school who didn't have any friends and say hi to them and be like, hey, do you want to like eat lunch together or hang out or whatever, yada, yada, yada. And essentially in that moment, from a bird's eye view, super meta, I was like, fuck, Tyson's doing the youth pastor shit to me, because I'm the lonely kid that doesn't have any motherfucking friends in this goddamn circle, and he sees that, man. He sees that, but and everyone else sees it too, but no one's willing to say anything. Why? Because they don't have the love of Jesus in their hearts, ladies and gentlemen. Can I get an amen? Welcome to Fair the Burn, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chandler Fair, and this is very important. This episode is an inaugural episode. Uh, speaking of meta, I think it was Cougar who asked me what meta means the other day. Meta essentially means like kind of super self aware. Like, if you think of the movie Deadpool, um, Deadpool is a very meta movie. It, it it makes fun of itself actively, like, breaking the fourth wall to the camera, being like, and here I would do some superhero shit, but I'm not. Boom. And, like, it's just, like, letting you know that they know what what's going on. So this podcast is going to be super meta. Uh, we're in a podcast, guys. We're in podcast zone. We are in podcast land podcast mania right now podcast cella, if you will and we're not actually doing a podcast right now we're doing a wine cast that's right you heard me no W-H-I-N-E in here. You ain't whining, motherfucker. We whining. We whining. We dining. We might be smoking a little bit. We'll see how it goes, motherfucker. But this is the first episode of what I am considering Winecast. And what Winecast essentially is, is uh, it's a podcast where I drink wine. That's it. <laughs> it's it's essentially that. It's essentially... um. This will be hypothetically probably one of the only ones we actually post uh, to the world, uh, because we're gonna get a Patreon here soon. Uh, again, super meta. We are probably gonna do it. I'm hoping around episode 15, just so we can kind of get like some more episodes out, some more content. Then we'll start releasing uh, episodes sooner when they come out. Like the episodes we release everywhere, we'll release them sooner on the Patreon. Uh, we'll also have wine cast episodes where I drink wine. There's also rules to wine cast episodes. Uh, we'll get into those in a minute, but yeah, man, we're gonna have a Patreon. We're going to release some music on there, maybe some other videos. You're going to get the episodes sooner. Uh, I'm trying to convince Cougar to do like a Monday motivation or Monday news or Monday update or what you missed. I don't know something, but we're going to work on it, man. we're going to try to grow, uh, this family and this. Uh, collective mind collective group of minds and free thinkers and uh people where they can just congregate and we can have some really cool conversations man like i've seen on some patreons where people interact via like blogs or forums postings things like that i'm running out of breath bro and that is probably because i'm fucking out of shape uh why am i out of shape chan you're supposed to be running a thousand miles fuck i know I am not running. I mean, I'm running right now, but it's hard, man. It's fucking, you you, you go to a point where you're like, man, I don't know if I can keep doing this, bro. Like, your body hurts, you shut down, and then if you stop and then don't jump on it right away, the longer you wait to, like, crush it again, the longer, the harder it's gonna be to jump back in. Um, I'm currently at about 400 and I think like 30 miles it is currently June 14 July 14th and uh yeah I mean I'm still working towards this goal I I'm gonna make it I'm gonna do it but I just know that it's gonna take some hard work and really at the end of the day it's continuing to change my lifestyle uh from the beginning of this year I do feel like I I am more active now and I feel like I have more energy and I feel like. I'm just willing to do more things because of starting this running challenge. But, you know, with with everything, man, you're going to hit a wall. And I don't know if it was Facebook or it was somewhere where I saw something that said uh, walls are sometimes there for us to lean on. You know, like walls aren't always a bad thing. Uh, But, yeah, man, I definitely have kind of hit a wall as far as wanting to run and uh, wanting to work out or eat healthy or whatever so yeah motherfuckers it's it's a uh, it's a good life out here but it definitely could be better and you know what honestly like it's okay to suck for a little bit it is like it, it's uh you should never look at anything like a loss you should definitely recognize when you are uh pursuing rather than kind of complacing, like being complacent I don't know man, it's it's hard uh, But I don't think it's wrong to suck for a little bit and to recognize that you suck and be like All right, we can do better. We can we can continue to do better. We can keep going on. We still have another breath we have another day like until your heart stops be- beating motherfucker You better keep going You better push and push and push like an offensive line that only wants to run the ball, man. You got to be motherfucking Quentin Nelson out here. He is a guard for the Indianapolis Colts. He plays on the offensive line. He's one of the big boys, as you call them. For everyone who doesn't know football or people who do know football, they look at the offensive line, they look at any lineman. Really, people just look at big people and they go, what's up, big boy? That's just what happens. That's the truth, man. Uh, but I need to get back into running. Uh, I need to get back into doing comedy. Essentially, I need to do the things that make me feel like a person, and uh, I need to do the things that make me feel like I am enjoying my life and I'm not wasting my days. So that's good, man. It's good to recognize things, and again, like I said, it's not always terrible to suck. It's okay to suck for a little bit, but it's not okay to suck forever, and that's... uh, Man, that's kind of an issue I have with a lot of people is a lot of people are like, you know, it's okay to be this way or it's okay to be that way. Or like, you should just accept yourself for who you are. And yeah, man, you should. But like, the words that you say have power, right? And the the thing is, the words you, you say have power. And because they have power, they can also get misconstrued. So when people say things like, it's okay, like, all, you know, all bodies are okay. That's true. But it's not okay to just accept where you are with all bodies. Really, anybody, anybody, I feel like you shouldn't stay complacent or things like that like, or when people just say, "Oh, I need a mental health day." Okay, dude, but like when you're on two mental, two weeks of mental health days in a row, like at what point are you going to get off the couch and get up? So this is just a mindset I used to fall victim to of like being like it's all okay, and'll we'll, we'll all be all right. Don't worry, guys. Um, But indeed, maybe it won't be all right. Maybe if you don't get off the couch, you don't make a podcast with your buddy, then you're never going to fucking amount to anything because the only way to seem truly accomplished and successful in this life is if you're famous. And that's just the truth. That's just the truth, motherfucker. Right now, the only way that you're going to seem like you matter to anybody. If I don't know who you are, if I'm not walking down the street and I'm like, oh yeah, that guy, he's in the fifth season of my favorite show on Netflix, I don't really give a fuck who you are. You know? That's kind of what we believe. That's kind of the mindset that we're falling into nowadays. And I, I don't know, I really don't know what got us to this point. Maybe it's just like not doing stuff that you're supposed to be doing and like not killing yourself over it, but still knowing that you got to jump back on that horse. But yeah, man, fucking celebrities, you got to love them, right? So welcome to the wine cast, everybody. This is it. Uh, The rules for the wine cast, since this is the inaugural episode I'm going to tone it down a little bit. We're not going to have all of the craziness that we would normally have on a wine cast. Uh, The rules would normally be that per person who is on the wine cast with me, we have to drink a bottle of wine per person. So if there were three people on the wine cast, we would have to drink three bottles of wine collectively. Now, that doesn't mean everyone has to drink their own bottle. Like, you could have one glass and I could drink the other two bottles or whatever. But we would have to at least consume the rest of the bottles. Today, uh, I have two cans of wine. Anybody seen that before? Two cans like the bird. I got Sammy two cans Fruity Loops uh, in front of me. One of them is... Uh, one of them one of them's like a legit can. And it's a, it's a huckleberry spritz, wild huckleberry spritz from St. Chappelle. Um, and they are one of my favorite wine companies. They're very sweet. It's uh, in like a 16-ounce can. It says, This sparkler is crisp and refreshing with the sweetness of wild huckleberries. Enjoy chilled and pair with adventure. And the other one, uh, is less adventurous but it is from Australia so it's fucking hard as shit and probably has kangaroo DNA. Uh, it's called 19 Crimes. Normally it's called Hard Shard for a hard chardonnay but this one just says shard which is why I got it because uh, their logo is like an indigenous woman holding uh, holding like a sign and just the word shard makes me feel like it's like shards of glass that this woman is like hiding in her purse to chuck at people. Nineteen Crimes is a cool it's a cool wine thing, man. This one has 375 milliliters though, and it's 13.5% alcohol content. I drank one of these, the red wine version, uh one day and I got fucked up. So today I got to finish both of these, I guess, before I end this shit. So uh, which one do you guys think I should open first? Nice. Yeah, we're going to do the, the 19 crimes. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, you heard that. It is 13.5% alcohol, uh, 375 milliliters. Here we go. 19 crimes, shard. S- smells a little shardy. Sounds like shitty, but it s- smells a little shardy. Or like shard, like sh- like shitting and farting at the same time. It smells a little shardy, uh, but this hard shard is it's nice on the nostrils. It kind of feels good in the hand. Let's see how it feels on the tongue. Oh yeah, yeah, it's chardonnay, motherfucker. Yup. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna get fucked up. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Welcome to the Winecast, guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everyone who's like listening right now, truly. We me and Cougar really appreciate it, and we aren't here to uh We're not here to try to be famous. We're not here to try to like be like, oh, look at our content. We want to make the best content for everyone to just see and just sit in front of, like. And we're not trying to be stupid. We're not trying to you know, we want to crack a joke here and here and then, but we really love just being vulnerable and honest and uh, truthful, and that's what I love in every kind of art. Uh, Uta Hagen, who I believe was married to uh, Stanislavski, who's considered the, mo- the father of modern-day acting, but Uta Hagen said that uh, you should love the art in yourself and not yourself in art. And that has always really stuck with me and really been something that I have taken with me because I I've always struggled with the ca- the career paths that seemed appealing to me were like performing and doing comedy or acting or playwriting or rapping or, you know, doing music, like everything that I really enjoy doing and can see myself like pursuing is creative and artistic. And like, to me, I don't really view myself as an artist. I just view myself as a human and I view humans as artists. So I personally love art that is real and that feels real and that feels like it's that person coming to life. It's like kinda how I describe Chance the Rapper and Mac Miller on music. Like to me, uh both of those guys are music. Like when they come onto a song, you're like, yeah that, that's right. That feels right. Like like when I dude, when I heard fucking Mac Miller's uh you you're just so like as it's off of, goddamn, uh, the divine feminine. I got no, I got no internet with me today, motherfuckers. I got no internet. Uh, you just don't know how beautiful you are. It's something like that, dude. It's some fucking One Direction Mac Miller mashup, bro. Okay, Harry was getting it with Mac way before all the other us- motherfuckers. All right, so yeah, man, we're not here to try to be famous or known or seen like those things are fine and dandy but really what i think what we both care about and i don't even have to think think. I, i mean i know we both care about the truth and we both care about uh bringing content that is truthful and that's honest and that people don't have to sugarcoat or they don't have to censor on this podcast and we don't have to censor and if we have real questions we can ask those motherfuckers we can ask those real-ass motherfucking questions, bro. And here's a real question that I have. And this might be dangerous territory to get into whilst drinking fucking a lot of wine, but bottoms up. Um. When did we decide that we don't want a middle ground whoa hot take stop stop what you're doing everyone drop your fucking shit put your scissors down clean up everybody clean up clean up clean up and listen to what this man is saying when did we decide that we don't want a middle ground When did a middle ground become something that was not in favor? When growing up, now you have to understand, I'm speaking politically, but when growing up, was it a good decision, was it that your parents told you it would be a good decision to not compromise with somebody, but instead hold your ground until they see everything that you see how you see it and don't change like that's that's where you that's where i attack these things from man okay the reason i bring this up is because again i i'm not on one side or the other but i just have noticed especially from the left that the left very openly or people who identify as being on the left or leftists or liberals I don't, I don't know what to call people anymore because everyone is unique but there is a a ideology that seems to be on the side of more people who identify as left where they don't want a middle ground where they don't care for a middle ground they don't care to compromise they don't care to see things how the other side sees them because it's injustice and, and the moment that we made everything into a moral problem, into an emotional problem, into uh, what are the what are the three levels of debate—ethos, logos, and pathos—once we made everything into pathos, everything is emotion-based. Everything is um, fear-based. Then there was no more middle ground. And, and yes, I mean. Did did people use possible fear based tactics on both sides for sure, for sure. But when did we decide that being moderate was evil, was bad? That if you were moderate, and, and this is this is not attacking, but this is commenting on the left. When was it decided that because you are a moderate, that you then work for? the right, or the Republican Party. I had so many friends, so many friends online when this last election was going on. And uh, they would post every day, a new new person every day. They would say, if you voted for Donald Trump or if you know someone who voted for Donald Trump and you're friends with them, or if you support Donald Trump, or if you don't absolutely 100% outright fucking hate everything the guy that guy has ever done then you can get off my friends list and i don't like you and we're not friends anymore now that was extremely upsetting to me uh because and i I predominantly saw that i did see it from people just on the left but i saw that predominantly from people who were involved specifically in my world uh which is the theater world uh Say that. Like, there's something about theater folk who have to be the left of the left of the left. Nothing is ever going to be good enough. And you're never going to be woke enough, man. Now, you can cancel me. Uh, you're not going to, because I have no one to cancel for or from or whatever. But it's true. I don't understand when you said, oh, I can see it from their point of view and I can see it from your point of view, that they, that people go, what the fuck? Like, Like, even if you're like... Yeah, I see it from their point of view and I don't really agree with like 90% of the shit that they're saying, but this 10%, yes. And still people would be like, nope, nope, it's either all or nothing, it's all or nothing. And, and that's, that's the world we live in, man. That's why we don't live in a moderate world. We live in an all or nothing world. We live in a world and a society right now that if you are not fucking all in on the chips, the poker hand that you're being given, then bitch, you're not playing at this table. Go find another one. Because here, we're all in. All these motherfucking chips, everything I own is in this one idea, is in this one identity that I have is in this one thing, this one thing that makes me oppressed and that you, makes you my oppressor. Listen, man, I'm, I'm not saying people aren't oppressed. And, and I'm not saying that people haven't been served injustice. And I'm not even saying that injustice somewhere is a threat to justice everywhere. I'm not not saying that. I'm absolutely saying that. We should fight injustice. And if it comes to the point where we don't need to be peaceful anymore, where order needs to be broken in order for justice to happen, then that might have to be what happens. But I think people have jumped possibly to that too quickly. Too quickly. That's my idea and I don't know and I'm also torn on that. But I hated all the riots that happened. You know, I I understood them at the time, but wasn't a huge fan of them. And I liked the protest, but at the same time, I don't like the civil war that's going on between people. Like, people are being unorderly towards each other for ideas nowadays for ideas that we all have. For ideas, mind you, that you cannot change. We, we can't find common ground over people not changing their mind. Think about that. When has anyone in your life changed their mind in front of you because of something that you said regarding a big issue, religion, politics, things like that. Not often. I would venture to say, because you cannot change your mind unless your mind changes itself. You have to be presented with a case that makes your mind and your brain go, oh yeah, I totally agree with that person. If it 100% is not that, then you're not, you're not going to change your mind. You won't. So that's where we have to find common ground. That's where we can't be all in on, you're either with me or you're against me. Because people can't change their minds, man. They, they physically can't. You can't change how you feel. Now, you can like try to see it from pro- someone else's perspective, but your actual ideas on the subject aren't going to change unless they change for themselves. Common ground, man. Common motherfucking ground. Um, I consider myself a moderate. And that uh, that's scary to me, I think, because of, number one, the world we live in, as far as people kind of attacking things that are central or in the middle of things but it scares me because of what martin luther king jr said uh something along the lines of white moderates is uh what truly terrifies me about this country something like that he he, he was writing from birmingham jail in alabama i believe and he was writing in regards i haven't read his whole letter um but he does talk about how you must value justice over order and that the white moderate is what saddens him or disappoints him, um, people that value order over justice. As a uh, white moderate, um, I don't value order over justice I do value justice over order, but I value order very highly i I value being civil to one another very highly because if what we are being taught in um, in the world right now uh, with with critical race theory growing on and I'm. I'm not. I'm going to try not to dive too deep into that because there's there's a a lot I still don't know about critical race theory, and I am continuing to learn about it because I am very interested in it. Uh. But. Got to re. Got to drink some wine to recollect my thoughts. But what the fuck? I see CRT came out of my mouth, and I was like, "Fuck! Everyone's gonna call me a racist." Got to drink up. We're getting the shit, baby. We're going to do this, dude. I don't give a fuck. Welcome to the wine cast. Uh, You know, I'm not really even going to go into CRT because I don't really know a lot about it. But to me, uh, it, it seems like CRT is trying to find common ground and middle ground. And uh, because it begins with race is not real inherently that it, it doesn't exist, um, and that real and that we are all just a part of this collective species and all have the same, you know, DNA to us like not to not to a sense we do have the same DNA like structures. It's just that race is a man-made construction that uh, has made us think and perceive people in certain ways because of it. And uh, to me, that doesn't make any sense when people say, I don't see race. And then people who usually are on the left and who like CRT go, well, that's not true. You have to see race. And it's like, why? And they say, well, because, you know, we're not the same as you white motherfuckers. Okay, true, true. I agree with that. White people are goddamn crazy. And we have fucking tried to take over the masses and have done so rarely, fairly successfully over the last thousands of years. So when people say, yeah, I don't see color. And then people on the left say, oh, you do, you have to, you have to recognize that we're different. It's like, well, okay, but then what are you saying about the first part of CRT? Is that race is a man-made construction that it's not real. So why should we see it? Yeah, Yeah, I understand and I represent and I don't represent, but I see your culture. I can recognize your culture. But I think that we can all agree that we're all human. And I'm not trying to fucking oppress or suppress nobody, man. I want people to be able to walk in and do whatever the fuck they want. When I used to live in Pocatello, I lived in this fucking studio cabin, man, where it was a small cabin. It was like 350 square feet or something. I paid $300 a month for it, and it was wood paneled, all of it. So I called the cabin because it felt like I was camping all the time. And I would literally tell people when they would come in, they'd be like, hey, can I uh, go to the bathroom or whatever? Or can I sit down here? I would literally tell them, hey, man, you could come in and jack off in the corner. And I wouldn't give a fuck. Okay? Because I don't respect order. I don't need order. Is it your justice to whack your cock? Then do that shit. You feel me? You feel me, dog. You feel me. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think CRT's bad, man. I don't. I don't think teaching our real history is a bad thing. Now, do I fucking hate that a lot of states have taken it upon themselves to wipe out all of the history that has to do with race from our American history? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, when, when America was white as shit and was fighting in the Civil War over goddamn slavery and they're not, not, not allowed to teach that shit anymore, or if they are, they're not allowed to teach that it was over slavery, fuck you. You understand me? Fuck you, I never thought that that shit would ever pass. And it did. Because people are afraid of CRT. Why? Why? Why are you seeing... Fucking redneck Republicans do crazy ass shit, like say that we're not going to teach anything having to do with fucking race and gender anymore. So you can't teach about the women's suffrage movement either. It's because of the goddamn left, bro. Because they're terrified of these, of this fucking, of, of, of the bullying and, and the fucking harassment that people give you and how you can't find common ground you can't find neutral middle ground with the left they don't believe in it so that's then forcing all of the people on the right to make these laws to try to block out some shit that they might not understand And this shit only happened, the only reason CRT came into existence was because of the goddamn Republicans, because of the right who kept censoring people and who kept shutting people out. And yes, I agree, you're not going to find a racist Democrat. You're not. Pretty much, you're not, unless they're old as shit. Then they don't know what the fuck's going on. Old people don't count, obviously. But it's like shit, man, like... The only reason that CRT and like all these whack-ass fucking leftist liberals are out here nowadays screaming and hollering is because of the fucking bullying they faced from the right for years and years and years and years, dog. And people just fucking hate what they don't understand. And they try to push out what they don't understand. Man. It's hard, it's hard to argue that America was not founded on racist ideals. That's a real hard argument to make, bro. When we're writing in our constitution that all men are created equal, but then we're only counting black men as three-fifths of humans, or black black humans, you're going to tell me that shit isn't racist? You're going to tell me that whenever we found anybody who wasn't white, or anybody, frankly, who wasn't a part of our fucking like scavenger party that we didn't try to murder them. We we murdered everybody who wasn't a part of our party. And most of the people were fucking not white. Now, were our people? All white. Who the fuck knows? I don't. I really don't even know if Christopher Columbus is white. I fucking hate that guy. But it's just hard to argue that our nation was not founded on racist ideals, but that's where you kind of get in with the left as far as like well, then everyone's racist. It's that all, it's that all or nothing, that all-in mentality. You can't find that common ground, man. I'll tell you what, I, I've met a lot of people who are on the right or who voted for Trump or whatever um, who are not racist, who are ignorant. They're not racist, but they're just fucking, they're just stupid, you know? They're stupid and they're mostly old. They're mostly old. Now Trump has some good things. That's the other thing about the left is like Trump did some decent shit, uh, like externally as far as dealing with other countries and uh, getting peace deals done. But what he was causing internally uh, far outweighs everything else. And I'm very glad that he isn't president, but I'm very scared that he will be again one day or that he'll run. Uh, But yeah, and I mean, if he runs, that scares me, man, because no one thought he was going to win in fucking 2016. No one thought that shit. There's a lot of motherfuckers that hate that guy, me being one included. Uh, I did not vote in the 2020 election, but I would vote in 2024 if it was against Trump and if the Democratic candidate was someone who I enjoyed or liked somewhat, Uh, not some puppet robot who's... You know, all all politicians are puppet robots, but not some guy who's straight up on fucking more drugs than Hitler. Gonna take a drink. And I'm gonna take another one for Sleepy Joe, just for good measure. So much wine! Oh my god. Welcome to the wine cast, where we drunkenly are talking about politics. Um, I did mushrooms for the first time this weekend. Woo! It was cool, man. I didn't trip or anything, but, you know. I was high for like eight hours. I was pretty upset that I didn't see anything. I was hoping to see some tits. You know, I just sitting there, and then just all of a sudden you're like, ah! that would have been cool but man i just ended up making some music with some friends and hanging and then uh, going on hella walk bro like walking like four miles it was cool it was cool it was definitely interesting it was definitely different um kind of crazy that i just admitted that on the podcast but you know it is what it is bro like we are not put on this earth just to work and die Uh, and I'm not saying we're put on this earth to do drugs or mushrooms or whatever, but we're definitely put on this earth to like experience shit and leave it better than we found it and uh, have relationships. So I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for my life right now, even even if there's some shit that I need to work on or that isn't going my way or that I feel kind of fucked up about. Like I'm very blessed to be where I am. And I'm blessed to be drinking this wine with you guys. Uh, I'm blessed to live in America where I can voice these opinions and where I can live on the middle because there are other places where you cannot. You know, like, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, I know that there's this whole stop Asian hate thing, and I agree with that, like... For far too long, Asian discrimination has gone under the radar. But, man, you can fucking love Asian people, but hate China, bro. You can. I'm telling you. China, these motherfuckers, dude, don't believe in shit. Other than controlling their people. They are communist. They are communist. You You understand me? You understand that we live in in a democratic republic? You understand that we at least get some thought that we have fucking say so? You understand that our economic system isn't a lie? That we understand there are people at the top and there are people below them and there's a hierarchy that happens and we understand that those people at the top don't work as hard as us oh no sir they worked hard to get some places sometimes some of them inherited money from daddy or a small loan of a million dollars from their father but we understand like we are aware that our system is fucked up and we can voice that opinion Chinese people, people actually in China, because of the Chinese government being communist, they say, and this is how my buddy Drew described it to me, that the only the people who work harder get more money. And your value is based off of how much you work. But everyone essentially gets the same, right? Now, we know because we're goddamn Americans... that's not goddamn true. That once you start working up a corporation, working up a ladder, you don't work harder, motherfucker. You start to do this thing called delegate. And you give this person something to do and that person something to do and that person something to do. So you're a boss. You have more like kind of mental shit to strategize for. But the shit you were doing, you're not doing that no more. But you are getting paid higher for it. You can't express anything against the government. So I think a lot of these people who are whining and crying, huh, wine cast, a lot of these people who are complaining about the government probably wouldn't be around for too long. And again, not saying that that should happen, not saying that's a threat. I'm just saying that we live in a very good place. And the reason that we can kind of make the uproar that we're making right now and have the opinions that we have. And voice those opinions. Is because of our fucking government. You know America was founded on some racist ideals. But our forefathers did set something up as far as us having freedom of speech. That's the first amendment. And a lot of the shit. I'm taking a drink bro. And a lot of the shit. That people were writing nowadays. These These bills. That Joe Biden is passing. Uh, they're going to get used against us, man. Or against you guys or against whoever. They're going to get used against the people who are writing the bills. Because that's what the fuck happens. Go, go watch Ira Glazer's podcast on Joe Rogan's. They will use this shit against us. And our forefathers were smart. They set up freedom of speech. They didn't set up non-discrimination against whatever. They didn't set up this against that, this against that. There was nothing against anything with the forefathers. The forefathers weren't all in, man. The forefathers had common ground with, their, with themselves. And again, I will recognize that we were founded on racist ideals. It was a bunch of white landowning men. Racist and sexist ideals but those same men were the ones who created the shit that we are able to voice our concerns and our opinions about going forward now. They wrote that shit in 1776, dog. Take a drink. Come on, son. No way they wrote that shit. And that still holds up? I've heard crazy shit, man. I've heard people saying that we need to Get rid of the whole fucking constitution. I've heard people say that we need to, you know, just tear it down and just have black people write it or people of color. Man, that's crazy. You might not like the people who wrote this document because of the ideals they had, but you have to understand this document is what got us here today. And I do believe it's what's going to push us forward. There's a lot of rights that we have, especially in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, that are immeasurable to human existence, human culture, and human right. Freedom of speech and freedom of protest. The thing that a lot of... Because, again, I'm not trying to pick on one side. I know that the right does does a lot of shit, man. I know that they're... Listen, bro, you do not have to be the one to tell me how the right is fucked up, okay? I grew up in Idaho. I thought I was a Bernie bro forever. This the shit, I know how they're fucked up. But it's just recently I'm coming to understand the left. I don't even remember what I was saying. I'm too drunk, honestly. I'm, I'm pretty fucked up, bro. Like, this is some pretty good shit. Shard, man. Feels like I got fucking shards in my goddamn gut. Probably not the time to be talking about politics or, like, real shit or whatever, but, you know. It's your boy, dude. Welcome to the wine cast. He's, he's drinking this shit from 19 Crimes. Uh, 19 Crimes Shard Can. Just finished. All the way now. I'm going to give it. Um, I'm going to give that a 7 let me give that a seven point one. Uh, I'm gonna go seven point two. Nineteen Crimes Shard, three hundred and seventy five milliliter can, official seven point two. Ah, uh, yeah, man. It's been it's been a crazy week. Cougar's been gone. Um, I've just been hanging out with Radley. We've been making hella music, bro. We're probably gonna drop some shit. I'm probably gonna end up dropping more music. I know that I said I was gonna retire, but you boy's 23, so he figured that maybe in early retirement is getting away from the bag, dude. Because I was making so much money before I retired from music. A whole fucking zero dollars, dog. But I've actually just been enjoying the music that we've been making more, like a lot more. Been really enjoying it, really enjoying the process, really enjoy Radley himself. Really great guy, uh... Sometimes you just meet people, man, and you're like, wow, uh, this person's going to be a friend for a very long time and someone who I pretty quickly feel comfortable with. So uh, it's been cool, man. It's been cool. Cougar's been gone, Uh, Cougar and Jenna, but we recorded our first video podcast before they left. We were supposed to get it up last Sunday. We're so sorry. Uh, With the Patreon, we're going to try to be more consistent as well. But yeah, we have a video set up now, which is very cool. Uh I made some predictions about the UFC on that video and podcast and going to burp real quick. Hold on. <coughs> uh excuse me. That was like a 3 out of 10 burp. Gross as fuck. Uh so I did some predictions on the UFC on that last one. I was half right, half wrong. Um I was not right about Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Gilbert Burns. I thought Wonderboy was going to kind of kick his head off, but wrong about that. Uh, Gilbert kind of went out there and Jiu-Jitsu the fuck wrestle fucked the shit out of him. So, but then Connor uh, broke his leg, man. Con- uh, Dustin Poirier beat the fuck out of him. Connor broke his leg, and that dude is done. He's fucking done. Connor will win one more fight in his life. Maybe a boxing match versus Jake Paul, but who knows if he'll even do that or win that, bro. Like he might win one or two more fights in his whole life. Maybe we've seen we've seen Conor do his thing and he's done. He's fucking done, man. He used to be a fighter, right? He's not a fighter anymore. That mother. He's gonna be looking back in five years and be like, "Oh, I'm the greatest motherfucking fighter in the world. I'm the greatest fighter in the world, Conor McGregor." And we'd be like, yeah, when's the last time you fought, bro? And i will be like, what, oh, five years ago? I'm going to be like, fuck you, Connor. You haven't fought in five years. You're a bitch. He's going be like, I'll take your fucking head off. And you're going to be like, man, you got one win at 155. Fuck you. going to crack into this Huckleberry Spritz. Um, So we might release that episode next week. I think that'd be a good idea because we started talking about cults. And uh, that's going to just be kind of something that we dive into in the next couple of weeks, maybe months. Uh, It's just going to be like cults and specific groups. And is this specific group a cult? What defines a cult? What defines a cult leader? Uh, Does a cult have to have a leader? Um, And yeah, so the one next week I'm hoping is going to be like is Christianity a cult, Um, and is Jesus a cult leader kind of episode. I mean, we we recorded it, but it's just going to be backlogged. But I'm very excited to get video. I'm very excited for us to end up starting to get some shit up and running. And visuals are huge, man. Visuals for anybody. And this is just advice. If you want people to see your shit, listen to your shit, music, podcasts, you know, talks, whatever. Ha- like, uh, phones and TV and uh, electronics have conditioned us to want to watch things and, to, like, zombie out. Or people when I was younger used to say, veggie out, very fucking offensive, but it's fine. Veg out is what they used to say. Damn, this spritz is good, dude. Whoo, St. Chappelle coming in fucking clutch once again, Dude. I think it's their their Huckleberry wine. No, 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 no. It's their fucking uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Ah, uh, I can't remember. It's not their soft red. Oh, dude. Saint Chapel just has some good wine. If you're looking for some good wine, go to Saint Chapel. S T E C H A P E L L E. Kind of like Chappelle, I believe, like Chappelle Show. Uh yeah, man, I mean, uh, we pretty much talked about everything I wanted to talk about UFC, uh white moderate, not finding common ground, comedy running, a little bit of critical race theory. It's okay to suck sometimes, you know, uh, the patreon be on the lookout for that. we'll keep you updated uh I'm thinking about waxing my chest. Like, for real. Like, I'm really thinking about uh, getting some hot wax and making a video. Uh, Because I think it would be funny, but also because, like, my mom used to wax my eyebrows all the time as a kid. I'm slightly spilling this fucking spritz, dog make it through make it through you got this shit this is the problem with getting old bro you get old and you're like fuck i can't drink like i used to like i'm not fucked up fucked up but like bro i'm i'm pretty tipsy (laughs) i'm feeling it dog yeah man i'm just sitting in a fucking room all alone in a house that i don't live in recording on the microphone drinking a spritz happy hour and 30 minutes of the podcast ladies and gentlemen it's been a good ride, man, and uh, I'm actually, I'm, like, really thinking about waxing my chest. Like, that's real shit. Like, I'm really, I just can't end this podcast until both these fucking cans are gone. Uh, I'm thinking about waxing my chest. I think it's going to hurt like a bitch, but I think that I watched it in 40-year-old version, and hey, if Steve Carell can do it, so can yeah boy. Chandler Fair. Uh, I've been thinking about releasing my music under the name Chand. Uh, and that would just be C-H. And then the and sign. I think that's pretty cool, huh? I ask nobody as nobody listens. There's probably going to be like six, seven of you guys. So thank you for being here. We, I really appreciate it, Coog. I know that you're one of them. Uh... All I want to say about that is you didn't catch a fucking barracuda. That's a goddamn lie. Whatever you had on the photo of your Snapchat, uh, it was a puppet. It was stuffed, and it was probably off the side of the boat. Like, probably as they were putting the boat in the water. You were like, wow, it looks like a real barracuda. And they're like, yeah, we use it to take fake photos. People can say they caught a barracuda. And you were like, damn, they need to do that shit. That's what you did, Doug. Hey, man, respect. I get it. You know that I'm a fucking compulsive liar. I was growing up. I don't really like the spritz. I do have to finish it, but I'm just going to be super honest right now. Like, I don't really like it. (laughs) It's cool, man. It's cool. Um, I really don't have anything else to say, so I guess we're just going to try to call somebody. This is going to be an idea I had for the wine cast was uh, I'm just going to call random people because, you know, you're drunk and shit. So this is my friend Lexi. Uh, we used to date back in the day. She's real cool. Um, she's going to be on one of these because she loves fucking wine. So let's see if she answers. She's kind of a fucking hoe, though, so... I don't know. I'm pretty fucked up. She loves talking to me. This bitch calls me when she's blacked out the fuck drunk, dude. All the time. Whoops. Come on, Lex. Come on. Please leave your message. Ah! She didn't fucking answer, dude. You know who we're gonna try to get on the line? We're gonna try to get Jay Here we go, Jay Welcome to the wine cast Dude, Radley and me were just recording a song downstairs And low-key, like That dude made me feel really good about my voice Which is not often Because, like, I fucking hate my singing voice This is Jay He's uh Cougar's old roommate and one of my best friends. If we can get him on the phone. I don't know, he has a girlfriend, so fucking might not happen. Something weird's going on with that. Eight, nine, hey, shut the fuck up, bitch. No one wants to know Jay's number, zero eight nine four. You know the rest. Figure it out, dog. All right, everybody, who should we call? I got my sister. I have uh, one of my old friends from high school. Um, I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know who I'm going to call. I could call Nathan. I got this buddy. He makes music and shit. He's going to be here. He should be on the podcast for real. Full real dog. I have another guy who stopped being friends with me because I said that people who voted for Trump actually aren't bad people. They're just stupid. Um, Yeah, none of this shit is kind of playing in my favor right now, is it? Uh, we could try to call Derek. Burping a lot on these fucking wine casts, dude. That's going to be something we're going to have to take a look into. The science behind that um i don't know man i really don't fucking know uh fuck calling anybody i guess i don't know anybody bro like (laughs) you know when you try to do a segment for your podcast and then halfway through you're like fuck this might not work uh switch something else switch it up hey you know that i ain't tough uh you know that i'm a super pup and you know that i'm gonna cuff everybody like it's christmas and you miss this i'm on your wish list like bitch piss off i don't really want none of that shit too drunk bro loki not like drunk but like wine drunk is the best bro Wine drunk is like being high, man. It's just like, fuck, like, I'm just loosey-goosey feeling it, but it's it might, might even be better than being high, dude, because being higher, like, I'm in my fucking head, and that shit sucks dick. I'm probably, like, fuck, like, halfway, almost halfway through this can. I have approximately 17 minutes to finish it before all the time on this card runs out. Thanks for setting this up, Coog. I really appreciate it. I feel like I got my breathing under control this podcast too, which was cool. I kind of breathed a little better throughout. felt like I was kind of holding my breath and didn't want to. I just didn't want to let go, man. It's hard. That's something you learn doing mushrooms. And again, I didn't see anything or trip or anything, but like you just you have to let go, bro. Like you have to like let go to the whole that whole shebang, shebang. That whole debacle, that whole experience, man. Gotta let go. You have to. Fuck. Man, I'm really gonna drink a whole bottle of wine on these episodes. Your boy's gonna get a real tolerance real fucking quick. Or else I'm gonna have to bring some real fucking winos on this shit, man. Cause damn, this probably is half of a bottle maybe 3 quarters and i am <sighs> struggling dog struggling like i'm struggling to go to comedy listen i'm struggling to go to comedy because frankly i'm scared dude it's scary to get on that stage and be like man i'm going to be funny now like a lot of people have even told me who i told i'm doing comedy they're like oh you're probably better than you think and i'm like dude you just, you don't get it man people like people who have not been on stage doing comedy fuck dude you don't get it like let me tell you something when you're on stage and you're acting you're like i got this shit dog even if it's a scary role or whatever like you have rehearsals you have like a director you have other actors to lean on you do music you got the song bro you got shit that's gonna like help you and like keep you on pace and if you don't know what to say, you can just fucking hit play. But doing comedy, man. You got to figure that shit out. You got to like figure out you got to figure out just how to be on stage, bro. Like what the fuck does that even mean? And it's it's not you. It's like a heightened version of you, but it's daunting, man. It's daunting. You have no director. You have no writer. You are the director. You are the writer. You are the actor. Lexi's calling me back, dog. We're going to answer this shit. Yo! Play on, player. Yo, I want to let... Hey! <laughs> Play hey. On, hey, dog. Hey, dog. I got to let, let you know you're on my podcast right now. I'm on the pod? Bro, you're on the pod. Listen. Stop. I you, no you are 100%. Listen, I'm drunk. First of all, Lexi, I'm drunk as shit. I'm doing First, the, off, <laughs> first
1: off. What's up to the pod? It's your girl Beyoncé, the queen. Oh I know you're me to be on
0: here. You're it's fucking surprise, stupid. It's guest podcast and shit. You're but guess fucking what? stupid. The queen always appears. Oh my god. I just called you cuz I know that I'm drunk. And I'm trying to get you back for all the times that you call me.
1: When have I ever called you drunk?
0: Oh. Oh, you lying! You first lying, off, bro. Okay, first off,
1: first off, I'm a vegan and I don't drink.
0: Yup, yep. Let's start there. Yup. You don't drink like if goats. If I you... ever drank, yeah,
1: that would be the... Tyler. Do
0: you think I drink? Hey, bitch! You're on the podcast. Kyler isn't on the fucking podcast. You hey, talk. What? You talk, motherfucker. Oh, I called you to be on this can motherfucking we, podcast.
1: Tyler from his fucking.
0: Nap. I made you wake him up. I didn't make you do shit, Lexi. Come on. Yeah, you. Come on, yes, dog. You
1: did. You Absolutely. lying. Yes, you did. You, you need to Start taking responsibility. Oh
0: my god, what you lie. Podcast
1: entitled oh B- surprise guest appearance."
0: <sighs> it's called Winecast, Chandler. Let's shits on Lexi. I,
1: so you, Kate. Okay, first off, let's talk about this. You wouldn't wait to get drunk with me and be on your podcast.
0: Bitch, I'm drunk alone. Like, there is nobody in this house other than me, motherfucker, and I'm drunk as shit.
1: You could have waited
0: and supported
1: me as a human being, No, supported my alcoholism, but (laughs) you didn't. (laughs) You're like, nah. Ah, She said support her
0: alcoholism, bro. Come on, son. Come on, I did. I did tell everyone. I was like, "Listen, she's gonna be on the podcast." Like Lexi likes to drink oh, that who? fucking wine.
1: I didn't see. I didn't see any news. I didn't see any <laughs> advertisements. I didn't see shit, bro. And I see your shit all day, son. I see your shit all day. Nothing. Not a peep. Not That's, a word. It, it's on nothing. the. It's on
0: the dark web, dog. It's on Dar- the. Yeah. Is you, that a
1: race joke? No, I was gonna say you should. Twenty twenty one. You
0: should know about it. <laughs>
1: I hate you so much sometimes. Bruh, I'm all over it. I invented the fucking dark web. you fucking kidding me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are fucking Silk Road, dude. You are that shit. Come on.
1: Um, I went floating today.
0: Nice. Where?
1: Black people can swim. Ah,
0: Ah. Negative points Ah. doesn't exist, motherfuckers. What?
1: (laughs) Second... Wait, is this really gonna be on the podcast?
0: Dude, this is getting released this Sunday, dog. You can listen You're to yourself. Me. You, can, no. you can listen to yourself on the pod.
1: Bro, I don't. My voice is disgusting, but <laughs> here's an interesting thoughts for your little fans, your little homies. What's up, Chan's homies?
0: Um, She's gonna drop some I mad shit on me real reggie, quick.
1: Bro. <laughs> what? Listen. What's you listen. say? Listen, <laughs> listen in a Christian way. So it's hot. Um, I was picking that wedgie, bruh, <laughs> and <laughs> when I was floating the river, and I just forget that all people are around me. So I'm picking that, <laughs> and I'm like, get out of me. And I'm saying that shit, and guys, like, looking up above because people love to watch people float the river. He's all laughing, pointing at my ass and shit. And I'm oh. like, really, son? Really?
0: You should have you fucking mooned his ass, Lexi.
1: You don't
0: think I did? Oh, she got him. She got nah, him. He
1: didn't pay enough. Yeah, that's uh, true. Also, shout out to all you listeners. Uh, my only fans is...
0: Bro, <laughs> like, Bro. <laughs> she's so excited right now. She's like, oh, people are actually listening to me right now? I, n- I never know what that's like.
1: Are you kidding me? People <laughs> listen
0: to your podcast? Wow, that's a low blow. That's a low blow, dog. People do listen. I am
1: listen. A fucking podcast.
0: Uh who said that shit? I am the culture. Someone said that to Joe Budden.
1: Cardi B?
0: Oh. No, someone said it to Joe Budden. I think it was like Charlemagne?
1: Charlemagne the god?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think it the was god? <laughs> the god. Hey Lexi. All right. Hey, what? This is a question that I do want to ask everybody who is black who is ever on the podcast. Oh, I didn't ask uh-huh. Eli. Um that's racist. So. It, it is racist. I know, uh, but just because I I can't decide this, but I need you I need you to tell me. And I do know kind of how you feel about this already, but I need to tell you tell me why.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, first of all, have you ever seen Jubilee, like the the internet company that does like content?
1: No.
0: Okay. Well, they they do some pretty cool content where it's like uh, we got seven uh, little people in a room. Do they all oh, think the same? Me? No, motherfucker. Like, real, like, little people. Okay. Uh, And then they're, like, they'll make a generalized statement. Like, the word, uh, the M word, right, is uh, offensive. And then they'll go to agree, disagree, slightly disagree. So they had, like, uh, a black person one where it's, like, do all black people think the same? And one of the questions I think is really fascinating, and I kind of know where you stand on this, but I want you to tell me uh, yes or no and why. Is... Kanye West invited to the cookout.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) And when that little bitch put his penis in Kim, that was the (laughs) exact moment when I was fucking done. Kanye can kiss my fucking ass. And I'm gonna tell him that when I run for president against
0: him. And you know, cause you're gonna see him running for president alongside of you, dog. Bro, it's on site with
1: Kanye. It's on site with Yay. That bitch thinks he escaped some shit, but not me, bro. Not these fucking hands. I grappled with you that one time. And I'm, I'm fucking
0: ready, bro. You're fucking ready, dude. You are ready. He doesn't ready. even know, dog. He doesn't even know what's about to happen to him. What? What? Are, okay, I'm gonna end the podcast on this. What are the words you would like to tell Kanye West right now?
1: I can't say him on the podcast.
0: Come on, you got to give it to us.
1: You're a little bitch ass. You're gonna catch these fucking hands, bro. They're coming. Uh, I I dropped my Addy, but I saw what that did for that other guy on Ooh. TikTok and shit. I dropped my Addy because it's on site. Like, oh, bro, that's
0: why I have to wait till I get famous. She's He's gonna like, turn you from motherfucking hands, dog. She's gonna turn you from Kanye West to Kanye East, motherfucker. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers don't know what's coming for you. North, bitch. <laughs> We're gonna turn you into Kanye North, Kanye South, all the Kanye's. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna turn them all the way
0: around. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, bruh. Alright, everyone, thank you for listening to Fair the Burn. This has been the Winecast. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Lex, for being on this episode. I appreciate you as well and love you. Um I cannot wait kidding. to see you. But everyone, have a good one, have a good week. Peace.